Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Daniel Bergen, and welcome back to Politics in Reality on another Monday at 6 p.m. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Are We Safe? Um, a talk about Homeland Security. I was hoping to have uh, my friend Jay Johnson here, uh, former Secretary of Homeland Security under Barack Obama, uh, but sadly he couldn't make it. But he'll be on another show. Um, today we're going to be talking, well, raising the question, are we safe? A discussion about our homeland security and the future of the safety of America. Um, on September 11th, 2001, uh, foreign terrorists invaded our borders and took the lives of 2,996 throughout the country and injured more than 6,000. Following the vicious attacks, the National Security Act of 2002 was passed, creating the Department of Homeland Security. Every day we walk from our schools to our works to our places of residence, knowing that we wouldn't be able to hear, that we wouldn't hear the shrieks of pain after an explosion or witness the drops of blood after a murder. We know this because every day men and women like the ones who died on 9-11 work so hard to keep us safe, sometimes even without pay. 233, 233, 200,000, 226,000, two very important numbers, 233 is the number of schools that have been um, victims of school shooting, 226,000 plus students um, have been affected by school shootings um, since, um, and this was recorded April 20th, um, 2018. It could be argued that school shootings have been uh, part of our history since the beginning of, of time. Well, not of time, but of American time. Um, the first school shooting happened in 1891, um, perpetrated by 70-year-old James Foster, who sh used a shotgun to shoot at St. Mary's um, School in Newburgh, New York. The deadliest school shooting to date has been the Virginia Tech shooting, which happened uh, April 16, 2017, uh, resulting in 33 dead. 23 injured in Blacksburg, Virginia. Following the president's, well, the election of um, President Donald Trump, there has been a lot of emphasis on the security and safety of our country. And um, personally, I think that was a good tactic and a good topic to run on um, as a president. Um, but I feel that there needs to be more of an issue for that um, route to be taken. Um, so, for example, President Barack Obama um, decided to take on economy reform and jail reform and 
situation in which the there was an issue revolve, uh, revolving around those um, topics during that time. Now, uh, George Bush and the presidents after him have used um, security platform, but that only really works when there's um, a connection to the people. After 9-11, everybody banded together um, to fix our security. And I feel that, yes, there are events that happen on that happen every day, um, such as uh, school shootings, um, uh, mass shootings, um, bombings like the events in Sri Lanka, and those are events that do affect us every day. But so to speak, it's become the norm in American society so much so that we are kind of used to it and um there's no major um pushback or attack against it once it happens and um i feel that's wrong there needs to be more done to better our security here at in america now we're pretty safe now um as a uh, global power but we aren't the world Amer there are many other countries uh america's not it there are other countries like russia and china that have the power to um launch attacks um in uh whether it be nuclear or uh um just regular military attacks um, and while we are pretty safe against those attacks, uh, there's a lot uh, internationally that we could do um, to protect ourselves while pre um, preserving and, and publicizing peace at the same time. Um, so that's what I think. Um, there's also been a large uh, obsession by Trump over the immigration issue. Now, the Federal Bureau of Prisons states that 14.3% uh, of inmates are from Spanish-speaking, Latino, or Hispanic countries. That means that over 90, uh, well, 85% um, plus of the population of inmates in our United States prison aren't uh, Latino or Hispanic. They don't come from Mexico or Guatemala or Venezuela. And I think that needs to be understood a bit more by uh, people that state that immigration is a problem. This country was built on immigration. Um, Thomas Jefferson was an immigrant. Um, George Washington was an immigrant. Um, all the founding fathers were immigrants. They were um, 
their parents, their grandparents were immigrants. They were not originally born here in what is present-day America. They were the Native Americans, the um, uh, Indians, the people that had controlled this land before it was colonized by the British. So this country was built on immigration. Today, immigrants work as chefs, cooks, cleaners, nannies, doctors, police officers, news reporters, and they contribute a lot to American society. My parents are immigrants. They are legal, but they are immigrants. My dad is from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and my mom is from Trinidad and Tobago. And I have family from Aruba, Jamaica, um, England, um, Belize, and they live here, and they're immigrants, but they support and continue to build the American society that we all know and love, and I feel that more credit needs to be given to immigrants um, in terms of Helping them out because they're America claims to be the police of all nations, yet it continues to uh, let these countries like Venezuela and other um, countries like even Mexico right um, next door that are in chaos, that are full with corruption and greed, and that need to be helped. And we just, I mean, we just let it slide. And there is a lot more that we can do to make sure that these countries are stable so that, I mean, it's just common sense so that not only the immigration problem will reduce, but so that there'd be a better world. We want peace, we want justice, but we don't want to put in the work to do it. And I feel that there needs to be more people that are willing and able to um, do the quote-unquote dirty work in the sense that they're willing to um, put their hands to the paper, use their hands, do them be able to push and um, go the extra mile to help others to resolve problems like these. I'm part of the National Junior Honor Society at my school, Mega Evers College Preparatory School, and one of the um, programs I'm trying to institute right now is called um, Pro Operation Restart. It's a program in which we help homeless veterans uh, rebuild their lives because um, they go off to war, they train for 12 weeks, they go off to war and they fight and they go at it. They continue to um, protect and serve our country and when they come back they're ill-treated and disrespected. And um, 
I just feel that they need to do a lot that we as Americans need to do a lot more to help them. We have a responsibility to them. And that's, that's that. Um, Now, domestic security, um, the main uh, agency that is responsible for protecting American lives is uh, the Department of Homeland Security, um, not the FBI. The FBI solves crimes, um, looks for criminals, um, basically uh, catches the bad guys, while uh, the Department of Homeland Security is more based on um making sure that the um the people are protected um so the department of homeland security has under it uh the TSA FEMA the secret service the coast guard they're all under the jurisdiction of the Department of Homeland Security and they work in conjunction to make sure that the American people are safe. So um, I just want to say thank you to um, anyone that may serve um, in any of those offices, whether it be military or law enforcement. Um, thank you. Uh, there's a lot that there is a current threat especially um, to America. Um, As a world power, everybody's looking, everybody's targeting. But um, we're we're doing it. We're um, keeping our citizens safe um, abroad. But there's a lot and a, a lot, a lot, a lot of work that needs to be done here at home. And a lot of it comes from um, mental instability. Um, I mean, what makes a random man that has been a family man, he's worked all his life um, in the school system or uh, whatever he does. He has his three children, his dog, his cat, his wife. And he loses that and he turns it to a rage and he goes to the nearest mall, whether it be your mall, um, King's Plaza, Atlantic, um, Gateway, and uh, he shoots up that mall um, because he can't handle the pressure. I think that a lot needs to be done more. A lot more needs to be done uh, to help people like them. Um, and not, um, and I don't say that in a way that makes it sound like they're um, aliens or um, weird people. They are Americans. They are people. They are. They can be your brother, your sister, your dad, your mom, your cousin. And I think it's the society now that we allow to intoxicate. Our children and our families, and I mean, it's breaking down our civilization, and we have a responsibility to fix it.
think I basically said it. Um, there is an unbalance in our current society. And we should do a lot, a lot more to make sure that we can somehow balance when that balance, unbalance continues to become unbalanced and continues to crack and crack and crack and one day it's just gonna snap and something that this nation has never seen before will arise and it might be too late but there might just be enough time but there's a lot that we can do and that we should do to make sure that that our society changes. Now I pose to you the question, are we safe? Um, email me your response, your comments at daniel.y.bergen b-u-r-g-i-n at gmail.com uh, daniel.y.bergen Bergen at gmail.com um, I think we're safe abroad I think we've done a lot to um, tell other countries other peoples that we're the big boys we're flexing our chest but I think that um, that's somewhat a facade so to speak and that we need to do a lot more to protect each other and to make sure that Society is better for uh, children like me, for my children, for my children's children, and for all future generations. Make sure that there is some uh, piece of democracy and civilization left um, for them. And it all starts with us. So do whatever you can to help the little man, the man that's falling or, uh, I mean, the, the people in your community that need the help because you never know, they might, you might help them and they might become um, wealthy or famous and they'll always look back and um, to help you. So, um, and it's not even about that. It's about, um, it's, it's just human to want to help and to want to encourage. Um, I feel that I've said it so many times. There's so, so much that we individually can do to make sure that there is a better American society uh, we and the issue of safety also comes down to um, gun control um, gun control is a very important issue I feel that um, I feel that there should be um, some qualifications for a man to own a gun or a female 
Um, but I think that there is also um, the ability. There should be an ability for um, a man, a woman, a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister to own their own gun and to keep it in their house um, once those qualifications are met. Because, and it's not just gun safety, it goes on to then uh, making sure that those guns do not get in the hand of other people. Um, many school shooters have claimed to have taken their gun, the, the gun that they used, from their daddy's closet or from um, their mom's cupboard um, where the pistol was, um, was hidden or whatever. And there needs um, to be protection. There are gun safes, there are stores that will um, adjust your gun for you. There are even companies coming out with um, finger recognition guns that if you put your hand on the barrel, uh, not the barrel, yes, the barrel and the trigger, if the fingerprint doesn't match, the gun won't shoot. It it wouldn't work but when the um, person has a proper finger and they put their finger over the trigger the gun will shoot and those are steps in the right direction um, but there needs to be a collaborative effort of everybody and, um, I mean you don't have to dedicate your whole life your whole time but it counts when you put in some uh, percentage of effort into it, when you push um, and try to make sure that uh, that becomes a reality. So are we safe? Honestly, I don't know. Um, I like security, I like uh, cop stuff, I like uh, law enforcement, I want to be a cop, um, but I would not be able to tell you now if we are safe, and it's not just up to um, the 9 to 5 people that get paid to protect us. It's also a duty of uh, families to do their best to protect each other. It's a duty of uh, us, the American people, to protect each other. We're in a divided country right now, and it is a fact. Uh, whether it be race, religion, um, social class... According to the FBI, um, hate crimes based on religion have rose this year alone um, by 17%, and it's only April um, 29th, so imagine when it becomes September 1st, or, um, or 
November. How long will it take for us to wake up and do something, to change something? Um, I think that we we need to we need to work together and that can't be said enough it starts with us America's not the only place that has violence like this but it is the only place that has as much violence as this and we your voice heard the Stoneman Douglas um, survivors have started a march for our lives movement that has changed um, gun reform um, and they continue to do so and it started with 
a couple kids that had a traumatic experience um, but decided that they were going to rise from that experience and push forward to revolutionize the world. We each have a responsibility to revolutionize the world. Um, get your voice heard. Whether And it doesn't necessarily have to be about security. It can be about um, anything that you think um, will better our community, better your people, better the American people. And um, you can even send it to me again at daniel.y.bergin b-u-r-g-i-n at gmail.com thank you again for tuning in my name is Daniel Bergen and you're listening to Politics and Reality on Radio Free Brooklyn Welcome back to Politics and Reality on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, I just want to thank uh, Radio for Radio Free Brooklyn for having me. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, um, and I want to give a shout out to my mom, Carlene Bergen. Uh, you work very hard at home and at work. Um, thank you for always being there. Just, just thank you. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, not much else that I can really say, um, except thank you. For years, politicians have picked on and attacked the poor. My name is Daniel Bergen, and here on Politics and Reality on Radio Free Brooklyn, we give the power back to the people. Thank you for tuning in every week to hear what my guest and I have to say. It's truly been an honor. For information regarding Radio Free Brooklyn Teen Squad Live or to donate, go to www.radiofreebrooklyn.com. For information regarding politics and reality or to sign up for our weekly shoutouts, email us at daniel.y.bergin, B-U-R-G-I-N, at gmail.com or call us at 929 Three seven three nine zero three four. Stay tuned for our upcoming program and tune in every Monday at 6 p.m. for our amazing interviews and commentaries. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, um, and I'm going to be starting to do this thing where I do a quote of the day. Um, Today's quote of the day is, you can't wait for inspiration. You have to go after it with a club, uh, said by Jack London. Um, And my interpretation of it is, inspiration is inspiration. Um, You may get it from anywhere. There's multiple sources that you could get it from. But um, you have to go and get what you're after. And I think that has to um, not just do with um, inspiration. It has to do with life, um, with goals. Anything you want in life, uh, you have to go out and grab it and get it. Um, And sometimes 
that might um, push over into other people um, and you be respectful when you are going out to get uh, whatever you're going to get. But um, don't let anyone or anything stop you from um, achieving your goal, your destiny, your purpose, what you want to do in life. Um, and that's very important for all areas of life, all careers, all goal paths, um, for everyone from the youngest um, to the oldest. Um, life has to do with goals and missions and going after the next one and the next one and uh, pushing forward to um, do your best in life. Uh, now today's current events, uh, the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein uh, submitted his resignation. Um, very unfortunate. Um, and another one out of the Trump White House. Um, a terror attack was thwarted in Los Angeles, according to the New York Times. Um, another great work um, by law enforcement. Um, a rabbi was injured in a shooting um, at our synagogue. Um, and our our heart goes out to those people um every day you hear these things on the news you see them as um many people have said um for years um they see it on the news they hear it on the news and then they experience it and it's a whole different thing um and no human should have to experience that um there will not always be peace there will not always be happiness and joy and sunshine and rainbows and unicorns but there should be some sense of security in your place of worship um in your house in your country i mean you should feel um safe to pray and worship and just express um your belief um no matter what religion or what culture um you're from and um our heart our heart goes out to them and we sincerely hope um that they can get over um the trauma that they experience and that they um continue to um be uh, citizens, well, model citizens um, in their community. Uh, the weather right now in New York, it is 56 degrees um, here in Williamsburg. Um, mostly cloudy, uh, but in the whole of New York is about the same temperature. Um, yeah. Um, 52 degrees Fahrenheit um, so just prepare for the weather um, whatever well wherever 
um, or whatever that means to you. Um, and I'm also doing uh, something each week that I call Hero of the Day. And that's where we highlight someone in the community that has um, pushed and um, moved the extra step to help people. And uh, today that is a pizza delivery man. Um, Alu Beth at Bethelu. Um, the other day, um, Sergeant Rivera, William Rivera of the NYPD was chasing a man um, wanted for robbery. Um, and as the officers had spotted him, he ran and uh, the pizza delivery guy stuck out his bike and um he fell the criminal and the police caught him um and so police commissioner o'neill um and the commanding officer of the 20th precinct um gave um the pizza guy a certificate and an award and he is an immigrant and I think it goes to show again uh, the significance that um, immigrants have in our community um, if it weren't for that pizza guy we don't know um, what the robber could have done we don't know if he would have stole more we don't know if he could have become more violent um, and thankfully we won't know because he was caught and it's nice to see that um, the NYPD was able to recognize his service and give back, um, give him an award and uh, celebrate him the way that um, he deserved. Uh, next week's show on Radio Free Brooklyn, uh, we're going to be talking about something very special. Um, the past two weeks I've been talking about security, uh, school shootings, American security, um, but I'm going to move a bit away from that, and um, I look forward to being here again on Radio Free Brooklyn next week. I hope that you all are here with me, and I hope that you all have a very safe and successful evening um and a week a very good week um so that you can just um you have just have an excellent week um and do your best to help others um and there's one more thing i want to say before i go we um well i personally um and i think i speak for all of radio free brooklyn when i say uh thank you we have just started the teen squad live um and i've been doing politics and reality and my friend demario uh damari i'm sorry has been um doing a music um, and interview segment um, and I think it's 
it's been a very learning and um well a very exciting experience um and i've learned a lot um not just about radio but about speaking about conveying ideas about preparing um different skills so um if you know any kids out there um that would like to sign up for radio free brooklyn um teen squad um just go to ra- www.radiofreebrooklyn.com that's www.radiofreebrooklyn.com it would be awesome um for them not only to learn the skill of radio but learn other skills like presenting um preparing um and even making new friends um part of what i did um when i uh came to radio free brooklyn and it's been a very um an experience that has helped me to grow um into myself as a um presenter um i've done presentations at school i've done interviews i've done um presentations in churches at public places um i've done talent shows different things um but even then you're not um as ready to just jump on the radio um and uh, the program helped me a lot in learning how to um present and get ready and be confident um when i'm on the radio um but again i want to thank you all for being here week after week and um keep on going keep doing what you're doing keep making sure that you make a difference in others lives um thank you again and again and again for being here um you have changed the lives of many um including me and i believe that you will continue to um thank you have a good week and uh see you again next week here on Radio Free Brooklyn and Politics in Reality. The Politics in Reality with me, Daniel Bergen on Radio Free Brooklyn. We hope this show has been instrumental in helping people open their eyes to the reality of politics in everyday American society. We encourage you to be yourself and influence as many as you can to change the world in a positive way. Look after one another and do your best to help your neighbor. There's already enough war and problems in our world today. Hold our politicians responsible and in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. Stay strong, stay active, stay alert, stay changing. And see you again here next week at 6 p.m. on Politics and Reality here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Good night.